You're listening to Tabletop Arcanum, a podcast dedicated to learning and exploring the hobby of tabletop gaming. Your hosts are Justin Taylor and Richard Geese, so sit back and relax as we talk, discuss, and joke our way through the hobby we love so much. Welcome to a special episode of Tabletop Arcanum. This is Justin. And Ricky was not with me today as I recap Arkham Knights 2019. He was not able to make it to Arkham Knights this year, so I went uh, with my standard pilgrimage with uh, my friend Tony, and uh, our friend Eric joined us this year. So there was a three uh, person of three that came up with us, and we had a lot of fun. So I'm going to kind of dive into what was great, what wasn't uh, ideal, and some fun news and things that we heard, rather I heard, while out there at Arkham Knights in the Roseville, Minnesota Fantasy Flight Center. So Roseville, Minnesota is where they host it at Fantasy Flight's Game Center, and every year, it's usually around mid-October, first, second, second week-ish, usually, and it's everything Arkham Horror, um, everything Eldritch Horror, everything the card game, board game, um, Managers of Madness, it's all featured there. Typically, we'll have Richard Linius, the designer of Arkham Horror and first of both first second editions, um, up there playing games. He even brings his original first edition, brings it out. Uh, lots of people play with him with that. Uh, there's a draft cube available for those of the Call of Cthulhu LCG competitive card game. So it's a little bit of everything for everybody. They even do a costume contest, so lots of fun up there in Minnesota. So when you, typically the last couple of years it's been Friday and Saturday only. This year they extended it back to Sunday. Um, I think the popularity of the games have definitely uh, had a resurgence with the card game in the last couple of years, so that has definitely helped out with that. Um, plus I believe the idea is more people make the trip, so let's make it a little bit worth it. Um, I can speak from experience in years past. I usually hang out at the Fantasy Flight Center on Sunday anyway for about half the day before I start driving back. Because uh, I got about a six-hour drive, so might as well make it a little bit worth it. So when we arrived on Friday, we uh, were a little early, so we wanted to get some gaming in. And with their demo shelves, we pulled off a copy of Ace Detective, a noir detective game uh, put out by Richard Linus. So... It's very much in the vein of the Cthulhu Mythos, where the players are collectively trying to play a story of this noir, someone got murdered, there's a, a global PI. And it was a lot of fun in the sense of trying to figure out how to weave that narrative and score yourself some points, because uh, ultimately whoever has the most points wins in the end there. Uh, once the doors were open, we started signing up for uh, Friday night events. We got into the Gates from Beyond with Richard Linus himself running it. Gates from Beyond was a special scenario he designed with working with a Fantasy Flight team for third edition Arkham Horror the board game. That was a lot of fun. It kind of destroyed us uh, in the sense that there were a lot like second edition, gates opening up across the board, monsters pouring out from it. But every time a gate opened, there would also be one of the Ancient Ones uh, kind of showcased and featured in a special Ancient One deck. And they had different mechanics when whoever it was was looking out at us. 
So it was very interesting to have to kind of edit our playstyle, and maybe we couldn't spend focus tokens to re-roll, or we were restricted uh, only to speed of movement, and we couldn't, if we spent more than two movement, then um, the downside would have been either taking damage or uh, some other bad effect. So it mixed up what we had to do, and that made it a little bit more challenging. Uh, we were able to keep the gates under relative control, but we weren't able to also simultaneously work on the clue situation because it was always somewhat across town. And it used every neighborhood in the Arkham 3rd edition. So even one core box was not enough for this. They actually print out a special play map that we played on, which is a 4 foot by 4 foot uh, pre-printed board. There is enough stuff going on with it that it would be fun to play uh, locally. However, they're not 100% sure how they're going to bring it to retail. They did a lot of design work, so they want to do something with that. But with the amount of stuff going on in there and the amount of um, pieces and products, it's got to go back to the drawing board a little bit to get it fixed so that they can put a retail version of it out there for everybody. I'm crossing my fingers hoping that we get one sooner than later. Uh, we also did um, part of our yearly goal is to stay on the leaderboards for uh, Elders. Um, Elder Sign, uh, we're not that great at it, so that one we always try but never actually succeed at it. But Elder Tour, we're usually pretty uh, good. Last year we took top slot, and uh, so we got one of those practice rounds in on Friday night as well. Saturday was the big 14 hours of gaming event. We pretty much got there right open and kept on going from there until they pretty much pushed us out at the end of the night. Um, with that being said, uh, we played more Eldritch Horror uh, and got on the leader score with a impressive negative 16. Eldritch, uh, Eldritch Horror in scoring is actually all the bad stuff on the board gives you points and then all the good stuff like how much doom you have left, if anyone's blessed or, cur or blessed, uh, extra clues, things of that nature all take points away. So much like golf, negative 16 is way above way below par and doing very well we actually ended up staying on that leaderboard for the rest of that weekend because um, everything in that game went right uh, checks went right when they needed to monsters and things were under control very easily uh, and it was a combination of using the powers of charlie kane to distribute items and take care of uh rapscallion mon monsters from a remote location in tokyo so by using that, and then we also had Trish uh, being able to get a free clue every once, uh, anytime she was out. And we also had Patrice, uh, which also helped a lot. So a um, couple different things that we can try to make it a little bit tougher. We're going to add a little bit more uh, expansions and other things and try other Elder Gods as we go throughout the years to make sure it's not just a fluke that we can actually uh, power game through that game. Uh, we also played, um, Tony and Eric actually played the Call of Cthulhu draft cube box and almost made it to the end of that. It was just kind of a luck of the draw from what I was told and not winning all of it, but came in as a runner up for Tony. Um, meanwhile, I played the Cycles of Eternity, which is the 16 player 
Eldritch Horror, which is one of the two multi- big multiplayer events that they had going on. They also had a Ar- epic Arkham Horror 3rd Edition, which was a total of up to 13 players playing a interesting version of Arkham Horror, the board game, or, yeah, the board game. Both of those um, were fun. Those are neat events that we always have up there. Um, And this year's featured event for the card game was the Blob that Ate Everything. This is the same scenario that they had at Gen Con, and we played in one of the several matches that were running around all the weekend, uh, taking our best and taking a lot of clues away from the Blob and investigating what was going on. Uh, meanwhile, other groups were doing a lot better at damage dealing. Um, we were just kind of set up as um, clue gathering, no real heavy hitters within our little uh, pod. So it was a challenge, but we did make it through as one of the groups that did defeat the blob. Most of the groups did. There was a couple that, uh, there was one specific one that ran out of time, but everybody had fun from what I could tell when in running with the blob events. Um, other than that, some nice news coming out of, uh, Fantasy Flight for that is, um, there is going to be no Invocation 19. They're actually pushing it to spring. So there are late winter, early spring. So early next year in 2020, there will be the Evocation event, which will feature the blob, um, supposedly the blob playmats and the oversized blob cards at minimum. We're not exactly sure what else is going to be in that, uh, Evocation kit, but your local store can actually put in their orders for it already. So that would be something if you're interested in doing the blob that ate everything at your local store, get on them, volunteer to organize. That's usually the easiest way for a store to go, okay, we can order that for you if you're going to run the event for us. Um, It helps them out because you're going to know the game better than they are, and the blob is a lot of fun to run, not going to lie there. I am actually got my local store ordering it. Um, and trying to kind of gauge how many uh, kits we should get in so that we can uh, support the community around us. On a side tangent, our non-Arkham Knights related, the Fellowship 2020 kit is doing the same thing. So for Lord of the Rings players out there, the Fellowship 2019 kit doesn't exist. It'll be 2020 pushed back just like Arkham is, and that is also available for stores to put their pre-orders in for those. Uh, the third and final day, we played some Mansions of Madness. This is, uh, why not play a little bit of everything is while we're up there. Um, and throughout the event, we actually played Final Hour. Uh, they had Final Hour, the Path of the Serpent, and the Murder at the Excelsior Hotel, uh, which was the standalone scenario that will be coming out very soon here for Arkham Horror. Uh, all available for pre-order or pre-sale. Uh, I've definitely picked up a copy of Path of the Serpent for myself. Uh, having picked up a final hour at Gen Con, I did not pick up any extras for that. As well as uh, I had already received my uh, shipping notification for the murder at the hotel. So I know that was already going to be on its way, so let others make sure that they get copies if they wanted to. Um, a couple of people I talked to who had played the hotel scenario said it was excellent. And uh, definitely a different challenge, and I will be getting my own hands on it and giving some feedback on that myself, uh, probably in a week or two when I actually have it in hand. 
Uh, as far as the goodie bags go, the card council, which is what comes up every year, uh, 24 poor souls are dragged into a room with Matt Newman and others to design two special cards. These are actually collaboratively designed. There's two of them every year since 2016 we've been doing this. Um, and this time they developed a survivor card and a neutral uh, leveled card. Both of them are pretty interesting. We'll see, I think, a little tad overpowered from the game scale. But with the card console cards, it's fun to get them a little bit early. And then the other benefit is uh, with the last Arkham Horror Cycle from the card game, we saw the original card console cards, uh, the 13th Vision and the Council's Coffer, come into the actual card pool a little bit modified. But the nice thing is those cards are going to be published in a future cycle for others to enjoy as well, not just an exclusive, more of a timed exclusive at that point. Other goodie bags, dice, enamel pin. Um, there was also the Skids O'Toole Wanted poster, as well as acrylic tokens for Final Hour. So all in all, lots of neat stuff coming on. They did lots of raffles throughout the weekend where they had prior year's um, goodies available for people to potentially win off of the prize case, including things like uh, Ashcan Pete for the Arkham Horror 3rd Edition, uh, an oversized blob scenario that will be available in the evocation kit, uh, dice and bags from last year, and some of the Elder Gods from the Elder Sign that they've been putting in over the past five, six years. All in all, it was a great weekend. The staff was very friendly, super helpful, great people. Uh, never really have a problem with them. Uh, the demo team is always enthusiastic and happy to help, um, including, you know, the third... Uh, the, specifically the two guys who run these Cycles of Eternity. I think they lose their mind a little bit, but they definitely have a lot of fun with it as we go on. So having played all these games, it's been a fun time. I'm always looking forward to Arkham Knights 2020 and whatever next year comes. There's a lot to be said about what the center duck gets to do, and I'm always a fan of seeing more and more uh, new stuff coming out. I like the early previews. I also enjoy playing those epic multiplayer games because that's one of those unique experiences that you don't really get anywhere else. There is also a lot of fun playing with the designers and actually kind of picking their brains because as we were playing the third edition board game with uh, Linus, he goes through some of the cards because, oh, it looks like they uh, may have uh, edited this one or, or trimmed it up a little bit here and there. Um, this was actually a known thing from second edition that he made a lot of stuff a little... The game was brutal enough, but um, some of the events and mythos cards were a little extra brutal. Like, they even give you a roll. Just bad stuff happened. Deal with it. So it's always kind of getting uh, a little bit of a peek on the inside of the design field of what they think of uh, the changes and also where they're coming from with the, their ideas. That being said, uh, the next episode that we have coming for Tabletop Arcane is going to be doing a review for Hunt a Killer, the subscription serial killer hunting box. And then we'll also be doing another special episode and review of the Marvel Champions LCG put out by FFG. Um, that is dropping on November 1st, so we will get our hands on... We've already, Ricky and I have already demoed it from Gen Con, but we're going to get a couple more reps, get a hands on the full rules, and let you know what we think about it. So, 
While this is a short recap of Arkham Knights, it was still a fun weekend. A lot of great times had. And looking forward to next year once again. One more thank you to the staff of Fantasy Flight Games Event Center and everybody who was in charge of running it or volunteered or demoed or anything to do with it. It was a blast. Until then, this is Justin, and you've been listening to Tabletop Arcanum. You've been listening to Tabletop Arcanum, hosted by Justin Taylor and Richard Geese, and featuring the original music by Paul Moore and Isaac Gilbert. You can follow us on most social media platforms. Please don't forget to like, subscribe, and leave us a review on whatever platform you listen to podcasts. As always, thanks for listening. Thank you.